As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Wait a minute. Something's not quite right. Let's zhuzh it up a little. Mmm. That's better. Okay. Yeah. I think I like it. Welcome to Live Well Anyway. Because life is messy. Live well anyway. I'll go first. I'm your host, Mackenzie Kappa, formerly of Cultivating the Lovely, which is probably how you got here in the first place, but we are going in a fun new direction with this podcast. And so it was only fitting that we got a brand new shiny name, Live Well Anyway. We are going to be focusing on wellness, beauty, style, planning, and life, all from a real, authentic, and hopefully humorous point of view. But I'm not going to go into all of that in this intro, because we're going to talk about all of it in today's podcast episode, where you get to hear the behind the scenes of everything that got me here to deciding to break from Cultivating the Lovely and go in a new, fun, authentic direction, and what it took to get here. So... I'm not going to waste any more time with an intro today. Without further ado, here is Katie Duckett and myself talking about Live Well Anyway. Katie, I was going to say it's the start of season six, (laughs) but it's not because as people will have probably noticed by now, it's actually the start of season one. Brand new. Whole brand new thing. So if you didn't notice, if you just clicked on your feed, or if you're like, I can't find the normal podcast, I'm hoping you found us here because the new name of my podcast is now Live Well Anyway. And we are going to get into all of that today. Today is going to be the show where we explain what in the world is happening with my platform and with Patreon and with Katie coming in and us partnering together and all kinds of new things that have been in the works for a little while. But a lot of it just recently, I feel like the pieces have fallen into place with. Yeah. 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 Well, extremely recently. Extremely I'm, recently. I'm still reeling, but yes. <laughs> I am here <laughs> and believing this is the right next step that everything yeah. has kind of led to this. I'm glad God finally showed us what that looks like because yes. I've been with a question mark a little yeah. bit walking through August, but now it all is gelling and coming together. Very yeah. exciting. Yeah. It all just kind of like, well, I mean, we had already recorded this episode. 
this yep. is the second time and it yeah, was take to, two. yeah it was going to be the season six opener for cultivating the lovely and kind of talking about some changes I was making but I was still trying to flesh out what that meant and now over the past week so many more things have come into focus and we've realized some things and I'm excited I'm you know I will say I was super excited in the beginning I was like, this is going to be amazing. And then I got a little overwhelmed because I was like, this is going to be so much work. Yeah. But I think it's a really good thing. It's been what I've been wanting to do for a while. Yeah. Um, but okay. So if I just back it up, we're going we're gonna to talk about kind of like my experience with this and then how Katie got involved and kind of where we're going now. So... You know, I have had these three years, we're almost exactly at three years, which is wild, um, of really kind of figuring out who I am again, or who I was in the first place after fleeing my abusive marriage. And there was a lot I had to unpack from that, a lot of stuff that I didn't even realize was tied to somebody else's opinion. Um, actually, you guys, this is crazy, but I wrote a blog post on my new website. So you are going to be able to go to MackenzieCoppa.com and go to the blog and you can see this very long explanation written out for you if you would, you know, rather read it there or whatever. But I, there was nothing that was left untouched, I feel like, as far as reassessing my life after I left. I mean, everything from my favorite color to my relationship with my faith to, and don't, don't, don't worry. Nothing bonkers happened there, (laughs) (laughs) but it did take some like reassessment of how I felt about things and how I thought and how, you know, I saw the church deal with divorce, especially in an abusive situation. And I mean, it was like, nothing was left untouched. I had realized that almost all the decisions in my life, all the thoughts that I had were directly tied to someone else's opinions or, and, or what someone wanted me to think. And I had just aligned with those things. I think a lot of it out of survival. And I think maybe a little bit because I'm a three and we kind of, you know, like are able to transform ourselves to be what somebody wants or needs Mm. and that's not healthy when you do that to that degree and so I really had to figure out who I was again and then all the while I've been doing cultivating the lovely which is so weird to look back now and think like okay that podcast existed for five years and three of them were after my marriage like that it all cultivating the lovely always felt like something that was more like rooted in that much more domestic time that I had. And so to think that three out of the five years, like the majority of that time was actually after I left was really interesting and eye opening. And it was such a great thing for me to have that lifeline, the community that it offered me, the women who have stepped up. I mean, legitimately stepped up, supported us. You guys have made sure that our home was furnished and that I've been able to provide for my family 
month in and month out. Like it's, I can't even quantify what that has meant to me and how powerful that has been. Mm. But, but on a platform level, it has felt more like I felt a li- I've had a little bit of imposter syndrome. I've had a little bit of like, well, this is a platform for me to share other people's stories and other people's lessons. Like I'm a good interviewer. I know that about myself. I've worked hard to develop that skill. That's where I'm comfortable. I can bring in other people who've written books or whatever and kind of, you know, have give them a stage for what they want to talk about and promote them. And, you know, the, the year, the seasons were often mostly dictated by the publishing industry and the books that were coming out. And that I was fine with that. I had friends who were getting frustrated with that model and feeling pushed around by the publishing industry. And I just felt like I'm getting to talk to people who I think are interesting and I wouldn't otherwise get to talk to. And so like, I'm okay with it. Well, I started to not be okay with it. Not like not okay with it, but started to realize, I think earlier this summer, um, I think, I think I've kind of figured out who I am. Like I, I think we're all always developing and changing, of course, but I feel like I don't have these big looming questions anymore about who I am or what my story is or what I have to offer. It felt like I was finally ready to be in a place where I could share from my own experiences and my own stories and what has helped me heal and what has helped me to move forward and allowed me to be funny even through difficult times and joyful. And, you know, there's certain questions that I get over and over again, that I find are really interesting to have so many people have asked these specific questions. I get like, how are you funny and joyful when life has been hard for so long? Like, why aren't you just laying in the corner? And I get why in the world or how in the world (laughs) do you get up and put on makeup every day and get dressed? (laughs) And I always think that's really interesting because people expect when you're going through something like this, you're going to look like you're going through something like what I've been through and you're going to be sad and depressed all the time. And I have my moments. Katie can attest to that. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks to Marco Polo. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Katie gets the full brunt of the ugly cry for sure. (laughs) That's there. Um, But when I walked away, because it's not even been that, I mean, my brother's died. I mean, we've, we've had, we've had a lot. You've had some stuff. We've had a lot happen in the last three years. And I, but I, when I left, it was my opportunity to finally get to shape the life that I wanted to shape and be the person that I wanted to be. So I didn't want to wait until things were suddenly magically all better again to do that. Yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to start doing that and start becoming that person. And it's been, you know, I feel like a full three years of figuring that out and figuring out who I was. And you guys have, you know, like my close friends, especially, I think have seen that transformation firsthand. But I finally feel like 
I'm there. Like I can finally speak from that place. And, and on top of that, the name cultivating the lovely, let's just chat about that. (laughs) (laughs) Because I distinctly remember we were (laughs) at a play date, I guess, if you will. Back when my kids were young enough to like really have playdates, we were at a library with our core group of friends and we were sitting there for like a story time or something. And we were talking about this idea of maybe the five of us together creating like an Instagram account where we shared lovely things or whatever. And so we were like bouncing around ideas And we always kind of joked, or at least I did, I don't know if the rest of you did, but I felt like it was pretty accurate, that out of the group of the five of us, there were four sweet ones and there was one spicy one. (laughs) (laughs) And I was the spicy one, if you hadn't guessed. And (laughs) the name that was created was Cultivating the Lovely. And, you know, looking back, I think that was what I was trying so hard to be. I was, I really, I was kind of ashamed of being the spicy one. Mm. I wanted to be as sweet as my friends were. I wanted to be this lovely homemaker who just delighted in every single moment with her children and hated to see them, you know, hit the next stage and grow up and just loved homeschooling with the passion and baked all of our own bread. And so like I did those things, but they never felt quite like who I was. Mm. It felt like I was always, I was much more an imposter trying to do that than just being myself and letting my parenting or my homemaking be different and that still be okay. Um, I think I had decided what failure looked like based on something that was not accurate. And so, but I took on this name of cultivating the lovely and I started this morning show on Periscope and, and I still like, I think all of those things were so good, but every time that I would say the name of the podcast or send it to someone to be like, I would love to have you on my show. I would feel like I'd have to give this caveat of like, I know it sounds like really super sweet. And like, I am like a Betty homemaker, but I'm, it's, I'm actually like, I'm funny, I promise. And like, I can be kind of crass and like, it's not like, it's not what it sounds like. Because <laughs> I think cultivating the lovely, you automatically think of like Sally Clarkson, who I love. But I am not her, and I don't sound like honey is dripping off of every word that I say. And so it's always felt a little inaccurate for <laughs> what I was putting out there. So anyway, I, I had actually considered like making a pretty big shift a year ago. And focusing in a different direction, not just with my name, but with my content too, because there are certain things that I'm just not doing anymore, or I'm not even necessarily interested anymore in that were kind of mainstays with Cultivating the Lovely. 
But then I kept thinking, well, Eliana isn't in kindergarten yet. If I can just wait until she's in kindergarten, then I'll have more time to take on these things. Ha! Joke's on me. Now all the kids are home. Um, but I feel more called to do this now because I feel ready now than I would have a year ago. And a lot more has happened in the last year to make me ready for it. And as I have been toying with this idea of just go ahead, going ahead and like ripping the bandaid off and going in a, you know, still having a lot of the same things, but going in a different direction overall with my platform. This, this tagline kept kind of coming back to me or what was a tagline is now become the name of the podcast. But I kept thinking like, what do I want to tell people? What, what is it I'm trying to get across? What is the point of all this? And it was, well, life is messy, but live well anyway. I'll go first. Like, I'm out here. It's so you. It's so it is. Like, it just feels like I don't have to explain anything. It just feels right. It's, well, yeah, this sucks, but I'm going to live well anyway. I'm going to decide to like my life. I'm going to get up and do my makeup in the morning. I'm going to try to have wellness and take care of myself and wear cute clothes and do all those things, decorate my home in a way that feels like home and invest in my kids' relationships with, you know, like in the way that suits me. We're going to, we're going to live well anyway, even when the, the messiness doesn't ever really stop and and I'll go first I'll blaze the trail I will try the products I will do the experiments I will try to figure out how to do this and I finally feel like I can speak from that place so with the new iteration of the podcast being live well anyway I'm still going to have interviews but they aren't going to so much be authors. Now, if an author who I love is coming out with a book, you know, if Melanie Schenkel or Sophie Hudson or Michael Lynn Smith, who's coming on the show next week or no, in two weeks, um, you know, I would have still had on Kendra Dachi. If people who I would read their book anyway are coming out with a book, I will absolutely have them on. And I will still talk about books and things I'm interested in, things I'm reading and watching and all of that. But I'm not going to have it be dictated by the publishing industry anymore. I am going to be deciding what the content is here and kind of the direction that we're going in is much more wellness centered. And when I say wellness, I mean both mentally, physically and spiritually. So, you know, I'll be talking about the things I'm doing to like actually try to keep my body healthy or the things that I did after leaving my marriage to get to mental wellness. Like I went to counseling. I did those things like kind of giving those practical tips. So I'll be doing some more solo shows, but then also interviewing people who have been through similar things and come out on the other side really well. Um, I just found out yesterday, Jamie Nato is going to be coming on the podcast at the end of the month, which I'm so excited about. Um, So it's going to be a lot more people that I 
want to have on the show and are speaking about wellness, beauty, because that, you know, we have, we have talked about this on the show, Katie, even like with the eyelash conversation. Oh, yes. <laughs> that there are things that can seem like surface issues, but they actually go much deeper than that. And for a variety of reasons. And for me, maybe it's because I'm a three, but the way I present myself to the world is a big part of one, me getting up and being productive in the day and just feeling like I can conquer what it is I'm needing to conquer. But it was also a big part of realizing who I was again and figuring out, yeah, like what my style was and what I like to wear and taking care of my skin. We're going to have a whole episode this month about that. And like all of those kinds of things, they have always been things I've been interested in and passionate about. And I, I think that the platform in general, the podcast, everything will be better because I'm talking about things I'm really interested in. Definitely. And I think, I think everybody listening right now can hear what I'm hearing, which is like, this is exciting. You are walking into this very authentic place, the Mm -hmm. the ill-fittingness or the, it just wasn't a good fit, but it's what you felt like was necessary for this. This has been like a public period of growth. And now you can shed that and you, this is exciting. And I have a quote, of course I have a quote. Of course. I have this huge on my wall, so I see it all the time, (laughs) but this is so applicable right now. And it's your time as a caterpillar has expired. Your wings are ready. And that I feel like is happening right now. Like you, you have been able to feel the discomfort for a while, but I don't think everybody else got, got that as strongly inside you. It just felt like this doesn't resonate. Like I'm apologizing for my my tagline. I'm apologizing that it's not exactly who I am or I can't make it fit. And then you got to a place where you're like, wait, it doesn't fit. Yeah. <laughs> it's the problem. I'm not the problem. It's the yes. problem. It's got to go. And then embracing this and bringing it all together. It's just, it's really exciting. Like you will soar at this yeah. point. Like this is, this is so exciting to get to be a witness to and to be along for the ride because um when people are in that comfort zone like you don't have barriers you don't have those awkward pieces because if it's awkward you get rid of it you don't move yourself yeah and that's that's maturity like that's coming from where you came from to now and we've all watched that journey I'm just so proud of you I just I really feel like like I'm smiling listening to you talk (laughs) just feeling like yeah God healed things and we all got to watch it happen. And now you get to walk in it. Yeah. And I feel like I have something to offer now where I felt up till now, like, what are you people doing even listening to me? (laughs) (laughs) I don't have anything to give you. Like, have you seen my life? It's a dumpster fire. But now it feels like. (laughs) <laughs> now it feels like, well, okay, wait, I've, I've learned some stuff and I'm still figuring stuff out. Like it will very much be in process. I don't mean at all to come across as like, okay, 
I got it all down now. I'm going to teach you all how to do it. Like, it's not, it's not that at all. It's like, oh, well, let's try this thing. Okay, no, never mind. That didn't work. And yeah. like, that's going to be a part of the show too, because I'm, I'm changing up the format of the show just a little bit. You will have heard we have different music on the show. So, I mean, we're like getting a whole new flavor. The other music felt a little too like, I don't know. It was cultivating the lovely. It was like, that is not me. I am not like, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> not me so we had to go like a little bit grittier a little bit more fun you know and and even like I feel like I'm just brimming with ideas of things to talk about which by the way the, so the formats of content that I'm putting out there because I feel like I have more ideas of content than I can possibly conquer I have to like kind of like step back a minute and be like okay you don't have to do it all this month but yeah there's the overwhelm yeah (laughs) that's where the overwhelm came (laughs) because well when you guys hear what I'm about to tell you like all the places I'm going to be delivering content you're like okay that's overwhelming but then when you hear I want to put like five things in each of those places it's like okay wait no okay slow down we got we got time but um I'm going to be stepping into the YouTube space again I dabbled with it like years ago, but I'm really going to be there showing products, showing how I do things in my day, like talking about things in that space. We, Mm -hmm. of course, will have the podcast. I've got a brand shiny new website, mackenziecoppa.com, where it's beautiful. Thank you. As, As we are doing like recording this, there is still a lot of work that has to be done. And I'm supposed to hopefully be doing a photo shoot this weekend so I can get pictures for it. And like, it's, we're like down to the wire, you guys, it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of work over the next week, but on that website, you can find the show notes which we're doing in a whole like new fun format um, to make them a little bit more accessible. We're going to have a whole page with links to our sponsors and affiliates, just one place where you can go. You don't have to go find each episode to try to remember which episode the links were on and the codes for discounts and everything. So I'm super excited about that and a blog you guys. So as I mentioned, there will be blog posts on there there's going to be a lot of things like these are my favorite whatever and they'll probably coincide with like my youtube videos and stuff but i'm going to be doing a little bit more long form writing that is something way back in january i was like that is a habit i want to be getting into is writing again because at some point i really would like to write a book and so i need to be exercising those writing muscles again but then the final iteration of the writing is going to be my new newsletter, which I had like started to start like six months ago and then never did anything with it. But now is the time as I'm launching all of this stuff out there. And I feel especially excited about it because just yesterday, the perfect name it is perfect. <laughs> I had to like Marco Polo Katie right away and be like, do you get it? Does it make sense? But you know, the the podcast is now called Live Well Anyway. And the newsletter is going to be called Well Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Which even that just feels like yeah. it makes more sense than cultivating yep. the lovely. It's like 
I just I love the play on words and like yeah I don't even I feel like I need to record it like when people open up the yeah <laughs> email well, it anyway like, oh, <laughs> and so that's gonna be like I'm gonna do a short summation it'll go out every Friday and that'll be like what I've talked about on Instagram what's kind of been happening on the platform and all that kind of stuff but it's also going to be a little bit more like intimate look at my life. So I will tell s- stories that at the end of each week, kind of like essay format of both the humorous and the heartfelt of things that have happened in the week. And so that will be exclusive to newsletter subscribers. But the fun thing about these newsletters, as I have seen like Knox McCoy do and Aaron Moon, is because I'm hosting it on Substack. So you can find it at mackenziecoppa.substack.com. And if you go to the show notes, you can see how to spell my name or <laughs> look on my Instagram. I know it's not easy, but um, you can go there and you can actually comment. And so everyone who goes and writes there can interact with each other, which I think is really fun because I think that cultivating the lovely and everything I've kind of done so far has also had a really large community focus. And this allows people to still be able to interact with each other about the content and not just with me, but with each other. And I think that is a really fun thing about Substack is you guys can all talk to each other and be, you know, getting together. And I'm working on, we're going to be doing a lot more with the Facebook page, which we are working on getting the name changed for. Um, So there's going to be more content in just the normal Facebook page, not the Patreon one. I'm going to do one live per week in the normal Facebook page. So if you just want, like, you want to try out kind of what Patreon would be like, you want to come see like what lives are like and that sort of thing, you can come join our Facebook page. And again, all these links will be in our show notes today. And you can even just swipe up in whatever app you're using to be able to see these links. Okay, you guys, as we are all adjusting to wearing masks as the new normal, parents are conflicted by a unique problem. Finding a mask our kids will actually wear. That's why I'm so happy I found the Crayola School Mask Pack. My family loves these masks for a lot of different reasons. First of all, my girls like to feel unique. They like to feel like they have something that fits their personality and is comfortable. And the Crayola Mask Packs fit all of those requirements for my girls. And I love that we have one for every day of the week for each of them because each school mask pack comes with five comfortable cloth masks. So your child has a fresh mask with a new fun design every single school day and all the masks are built with a 3d design on them which is kind of fun my girls really love that a form-fitting nose wire and adjustable ear straps this is so important for giving them that customized fit that they need so that it actually is comfortable enough for them to wear for the majority of the day and I speak as a mom who has kids with all different head sizes (laughs) this is a really handy thing to be able to adjust to fit their actual faces I love that the Crayola school masks are machine washable and come with a handy mesh laundry bag so I can stay organized and they even come with a calendar to track your daily usage. I like to set out my girls clothes at the
the beginning of the week so we make sure that we have everything figured out and while we aren't back in actual school yet we still have a lot of after school activities that they have to wear masks for and this helps me to lay out what they're wearing each day have the mask handy I really appreciate being able to be organized like this and not be searching for a mask last minute it helps me to save my sanity and as an added bonus Crayola school mask pack will donate a portion of your purchase to a charity of your choice that supports kids who have been impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic. I think that's really awesome because so many people have been impacted by this and sometimes I think the kids kind of get overlooked. I love that Crayola School mask packs are looking out for the kids. These masks are super cute. They fit really well. My girls don't mind wearing them and they help them to feel unique and stylish even in the midst of having to wear masks all the time. I really love the Crayola School mask pack and I think that you will too. Because when it comes to making the best mask for you and your family, the Crayola mask pack has perfected every detail. I'm recommending them to you and all the other parents that I come across. The Crayola School Mask Pack is my family's solution for back to school. So do what I did. Get your family the Crayola School Mask Pack today at schoolmaskpack.com lovely. That's schoolmaskpack.com lovely. So that's just kind of, we're, we're trying to get in all the places a little bit more and be delivering more content. This is the time to like amp it up. And I really want it to also be something that encourages more community with women and meeting them where they're at. Like nobody has to be under the oppressive, like make everything lovely. We're just going to live well anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully it's inspiring to people to like, to see those things that hold them back as they've watched your journey. Like, are are we being our authentic selves? Are there things Mm -hmm. that don't fit us? Get rid of them. Be the world needs you, not Mm -hmm. who you think you need to be. It needs you authentically. Yes. Which brings me to. (laughs) (laughs) Katie getting to be her authentic self. So, guys, this has erupted, I want to say, what was it, a few weeks ago maybe, Katie came to me and said, so I think I'm going back to college this fall, and I'm going to finish my degree, and then, like, so I can get a job, and it's in this medical field, and I was like, what are you even talking about right now? (laughs) I feel like you're speaking Japanese. This does not like align with anything that I know about you. (laughs) Okay. Okay. We'll see how that goes. (laughs) But then things changed. Things started happening. And as we were talking and I was kind of talking about like, Like, how do I still deliver like a lot of these things that people want in Patreon, but they're really home focused, you know, and I'm not, I'm not really Betty homemaker anymore. What, what do I do? And then tell me from your perspective, how this all came to be, Katie. Well, I think, 
I've been identifying, I'm going to have a little more margin this next yeah. year. Just my daughter's in kindergarten and it's private school. They're moving forward. She will yeah. not be here. My fourth grade son is also in that school. So my littles are gone. I do have my teenage boys, but they're so much more independent. What's required of me, even with them home, is not what has ever been required of me before. It's it's much less. Yeah. And I've been looking around at like, so what is that? What does that look like? And honestly, completing my master's is the security blanket. Like that's the warm, I know it. It's, I get it. I know what that life would look like. So that, that was in some ways that was appealing, but it also felt like sort of a, like a wet security blanket, like, okay, all right. But just having conversations with you and feeling like I, I, I just, it's even still hard to talk about. It's so fresh, but I know. Um, like I'm throwing off that security blanket. I'm walking into a, an area that is so uncomfortable that mm-hmm. I only could be here with God's help. Like I cannot do this. I mean, I'm not created to be someone who can do this, mm-hmm. but with God working through me, I feel like it's almost a faith issue for me at this point because, um, he, there's been so many things that have led to this little behind the scenes things, just little things started gelling and landing and I couldn't shake. I couldn't shake it. I, I felt like after, so there was an episode that you and I did a couple weeks ago where, um, I am just really aggressive, which is yes. not my character. Yes. The one that came out a couple of weeks ago, you were especially aggressive. We explain mm-hmm. that in next week's episode. Okay. So I'm yes. not going to re-explain it. You'll just, it's just yeah. a little teaser. You can hear more about this, but, but basically like, as I was verbally processing here in this, which this yeah. has become a comfortable space for me. Cause I could which never have done that in be- like, the beginning. Incredible. Yeah, that's gross. (laughs) Yeah, the first time she ever did this, which was a few years ago, but it was wine and chocolate were needed. Oh, gosh. And I would say, though, even last spring, when you hadn't been on the show much in a while, and I was like, come on back to the show. And you were like, well, I think people will get sick of me, and they don't want to hear from me. Yes, yes. I was like, you know, rolling my eyes as I usually do. Like, okay, well, I'm going to have you on anyway. <laughs> I know better. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and as I've gotten more comfortable, I think then I can like say things that my ears hear and are like, oh, like I was sort of, I was sharing some verses that had such strong meaning to me years ago and realizing like, God was just just pricking my heart as I was speaking them out. And so it's since then, it's just been this sort of like a, a snowball that has continued to gain momentum in my heart of, I am not supposed to live in this safe little bubble that has helped me to, I had to retreat. There were some really hard things in my life, a series of, of hard things. Yeah. And I retreated inwardly. And I think you and I, we even had a year at least where I said, I know I can't be a good friend. I can't be like, I just, I have to, and and you supported me. You came alongside me, you checked in on me. You were faithful. Um, You didn't take that personally, which is what I needed. I needed space to really adjust and 
And now that that time period is over. That's what I keep getting from the Lord is like, that's done. Yeah. You can, that bubble's popped. Don't live in that little small space. I've seen you so pull out of that. Like I've been left kind of in awe. I'm like you, and it, what's crazy to me is to think that that, like we can label entire years that have happened since I left my marriage. Which yeah. Like, oh my gosh, it's been so long. But I, I saw you need to retreat like legitimately, but then I like seeing you come out of it. It's been so powerful. Like you're fully present again. Yeah, I feel fully present. I mean, I feel like I'm I'm here now yeah. and I'm ready for whatever is next. And the things that seem to be next are terrifying, personally terrifying to me. Yeah. But they also, there's some excitement built in. There's some assurance. Every time I open scripture, it seems to be about, you know, like when those yeah. things start happening and you can't deny it and you can't ignore it. It's just like a submission to, okay. Yeah. Okay, I'll do it, but I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> That's where I am. <laughs> well, especially because like I, I'm trying to even like go back because so much has happened so quickly of us kind of being like, oh. Yes, that's it. Okay, you're going to get a website. You're going to change your Instagram handle. You're going to like, because yeah. it, it went from you were just talking about, okay, well, I want to share more in my public Instagram feed. And so yeah. we, we were kind of talking about that. But then I said, you know, I don't think you're going to be able to do with that what you want to be able to do. I think you need a website. And yeah. to my shock, you were like, I was kind of thinking that. I was like, whoa, whoa, we've come <laughs> a ways. Like, okay, let's get you a website. And and then within 24 hours, I think, from that conversation, yeah. we had done that. Yeah. It, and I think I told you, we either do this really fast or I'm going to be like yeah. um, hiding in my and, bed and yeah. in my closet, but you won't find me. So let's yeah. do it now. Well, you needed to like move the ball quickly and you needed to invest money. So you mm-hmm. felt like it was like concrete and yeah. moving forward. And so I made sure all those things happened. <laughs> <laughs> you sure did. <laughs> but, but we also like... It was this, because Katie and I have always had this synergy together Mm -hmm. and whether it was back in our like fully homeschooling days where we come at things from very different places. She is a two on the Enneagram. She is genuinely one of the sweetest people that you will ever meet. She has like, everything is relational for you and, and you like find beauty so easily and authentically and you create it and like there's deeper meaning to everything and it's just incredible to watch and then I can kind of bring like the brass tacks of okay that's your idea this is how you get there like these are the plans which also I forgot to mention along with like wellness beauty style all that stuff that I'm doing with the podcast planning will still be a part of that don't you worry anybody who's like, wait a minute. I'm still, I, that, that will still be a part of that. You but, could not. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think, because yeah. it's just, that is part of who I am. And so we realized, I mean, we've known for years that we, we come at things from such different places that we kind of like flesh out a, a better, bigger picture yeah. when we work together. 
And she kind of said to me, as I was changing things, well, like, what if I come into Patreon and kind of pick up some of those pieces of cultivating the lovely that you are stepping away from? And that was so freeing to me. It felt like a weight was lifted off my shoulders. Like I truly didn't have to try to keep being this thing that never felt like it quite sat right. Like in the past, you've given me ideas for Patreon. Oh, well, you could tell them how to do this beautiful thing. And it's like, I would feel like I was trying, but I didn't, I never had thought of that from that perspective in the first place. And so this feels perfect to have, like we both have our own platforms. Katie's got her own newsletter now too, katieduckett.substack.com. Oh gosh, gulp. I know. Gosh. <laughs> I, I even made her change her Instagram handle to Katie M. Duckett instead of yep. like some other crazy name. And her website is katieduckett.com, her beautiful new website. So you guys can go find all those places, but we're both like doing our own Thing. What is your tagline on Instagram again? Your new one, your pretty fun new one. Um, feasting, <laughs> fasting, fostering relationships, and always, always adding flowers. Yes. That yeah. Perfect, you guys. It does. It really fits. Um, the the feasting will encompass like the food, and not just. I didn't want to just say food because it's more than that. It's a cel yeah. it's celebrating with food to me is like taking a moment, making it special with food. It's a, yeah, it, it's yeah. So I wanted she to does that. With, you guys just, just that alone. You could be like, Oh yeah. Mackenzie doesn't have that to offer. Oh, that is, <laughs> it's not true. No, it is true. It is true. Well, I, I just don't yeah. see it that way. Cause I think we've celebrated so many meals together. We've eaten, you know, like cooked. I just, <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't even remember that. I just think of it as a part of the moment. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, but the the fasting um, is I I've done intermittent fasting and a keto-ish lifestyle for a while now, yeah. and like that kind of gives me that realm to kind of press into if 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 it's something that is I don't know. Don't maybe. start second guessing. Okay. All right, okay. you're doing it. Okay. And the fostering relationships, I love the, the play on words because yeah. I have foster adopted, but also I love how that word brings um, support and encouragement yeah. to really, so it's just kind of a play on all of that. Yes. And then of course the flowers. I mean, I just yes. can't be authentically myself without having flowers as a yeah. prop or a focal point or whatever they're important to me. So I'm just yes. putting it out there and not apologizing for it. Like, yes. Yeah. Yes. And so she will have all of that going on, on her, in her own space. And then I'll have my stuff going on in my space, but then together we're coming together in Patreon to give, I feel like a fuller picture and like more content that will still have a lot of the things that people sort of originally showed up for with cultivating the lovely but then also these fun new directions that I've kind of been heading in and it will be that original stuff done better because <laughs> Katie is naturally better at it. And well, so there's just two of us bringing content yes. to it now. I think it'll enhance yeah. naturally. Yes. 
Yeah. And we've got, I think, some really fun things set up that are going to help the content to be very consistent and, um, and fun, I think. Yeah. So, so yeah. this is kind of what we've got going on. I'm still showing up for the lives every day. That is still like, that has been such a mainstay. I know that's one of the things that people love. And so those live shows actually in the Patreon group, I've decided Katie doesn't know this yet, but guess what? So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm going to do lives in the Patreon group like normal. Tuesdays, I'm going to do a live in my Facebook group that is, was the Cultivating the Lovely Facebook group. Hopefully we'll be able to get the name changed to live well anyway. We're still working on that. There'll be links in the show notes, but I will be doing a live in there so people can get a little bit of a flavor for what is happening over in Patreon. And then Thursdays, I'm going to do a shorter live in Instagram. And I'm hoping that to keep these under 10 minutes so that they can live on Instagram for longer. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's my live schedule. That is all still going to be happening. So that is what is going to be available to the $5 members. And along with the lives, Katie and I are both going to be interacting in the Patreon Facebook group, asking questions, driving community, all of that stuff is going to be happening. So really for that $5, you do get a lot. There's a lot happening over there. It's a very lively group. Okay, you guys, the pandemic has been rough on all of our sanity situations. Let's be honest. And I know I'm always looking for that thing that is going to help me to have to make less in the moment decisions and have less questions from my little people. And the number one thing that I can do to lessen that impact is plan our meals, especially with my kids being home all the time for this virtual schooling situation that we got going on. I like to be able to plan out all of our meals so I don't have to answer these questions. I can say, refer to plan to eat. I mean, the rest of their lives have gone virtual. Why not let them be able to see what they need to eat for lunch or dinner as well? I am telling you what, it is such a simplifier for me because not only can I just drag and drop my recipes that are actually my recipes, things that I know that my family already loves and eats, which I was able to put into plan to eat by just clipping them off the internet. It's super simple, but they have created menus. This is the key right here and why they are brilliant because I am able to plan out entire weeks, even months at a time, and then just drag and drop them onto the next week or to the next month so I don't have to keep planning. It's just done. I've done it once and then I get to repeat it over and over again. It's brilliant and beautiful and they've done such a good job. They create my shopping list for me. It's all put together with which stores I normally buy things at. And it's all in the handy little app on my phone, which they are adding features to all the time. They've thought of everything, you guys. I don't know where I would be without plan to eat, especially in times like these where I'm having to put in a lot of planning in order to just make our life run somewhat smoothly. I am so thankful for plan to eat. And I think you will be too. It's regularly a subscription service. You can pay $4.95 a month or $39 a year. 
but they are giving my listeners 60 days free. You guys, now is the time. It's the beginning of the school year. Get in there, try it out, see how life-changing it can be for the next two months by just going to plantoeat.com slash lovely. They're not even going to require your credit card. You can just completely try out the service and then see how revolutionary it's going to be for your life. So go to plantoeat.com slash lovely. You can thank me later. Then for that next level up at the $10 level, we are going to still have our cultivating groups and the fun idea that actually one of our patrons had for this fall, so September, October, November cultivating groups will take December off, is the cultivating the groups will be based on Enneagram number, which I think is so much fun. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. It just feels like there's so much there. We're going to give like some guided questions each week, things for people to talk about, to kind of like dive into their Enneagram numbers and talk about them with other people who are that same number. Um, But I think that is going to be a really kind of fresh, fun, new perspective on the cultivating groups. So people can do life together, talk about the other things that we're doing, but overall kind of have this Enneagram number, you know, umbrella over each group. And then also for that $10 level, they're going to get two mini casts from us each month. So the second and fourth weeks of the month, Katie and I are going to have mini casts. So probably 20, 25 minutes. And The first one of the month, Katie is going to challenge me to do something that's kind Mm. of within her realm of things. And then the second one, I get to challenge her on something (laughs) that's within my realm. So just to give you like a snippet, because these will be starting next week, are like Katie is going to be challenging me on like being more relational with my kids and preparing to be able to be relational with them. Yes. And I'm challenging her on skincare. (laughs) (laughs) Which she's starting with a complete blank slate because I don't even, can I say this? I don't even wash my face at night. I do brush my teeth and then I hop into bed. So she's starting with like zero effort toward face care. (laughs) Well, and I'm just wondering, when you broke that news to me last week when we were downtown... (laughs) What exactly did my face look like? Oh, gosh. Horror. <laughs> Shocking You can only horror. see my eyes because That's I was true. wearing a mask. <laughs> That's true. So you didn't see my mouth agape. <laughs> oh, my yeah. future self will thank you. My, you know, yes. My, yes. Yeah. I mean, because we were in Sephora, and I think I'm just, like, talking – about something we mutually have experience with. Like, this is my favorite eye cream and this is my favorite whatever. And I I began to see the look of confusion (laughs) across Katie's eyes. Like, what are you even talking about? (laughs) And then I started listing off what my my skincare routine entails. Yep. And yeah. I I think that's when you saw my shock. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. what? Well, how do you find time for that? And then you told me you have done it every night. You've never missed a night. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I well, mean, the, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I always, I have never not washed my face. And like I was telling you, I, I know I can't because there are times when I think like, oh, I would really love to just go to sleep, but then I wouldn't be able to say that I've never not missed a night. And I like being able to say that. So just even that <laughs> is enough so funny. of an award for me as a three to feel like, okay, I will continue to do this until the day I die. <laughs> so I'll be on my deathbed saying, but I never missed a night washing my face. Do you see the skin? Yes. <laughs> I look like I'm 72, but really I'm 104. So... <laughs> <laughs> that's my goal oh. so, yeah so we're gonna do like fun things like that where we kind of like bring each other into each other's space but then you know it'll be a challenge to everyone else in the group yeah I hope people will participate I hope it's yeah. a collective a shared challenge and um and we're just sort of the guinea pigs the yeah. public guinea pigs but everybody else can contribute and share in it yes and so to, to up that a level, so then for the $15 level members, they get, you know, everything else that we've mentioned, but they also get a monthly Zoom with me to address any like planning questions or any kind of anything they want to talk about. We will have those monthly Zooms. But then the thing that I think is super fun, and I know Katie's like, trepidatious about but uh -huh. it's gonna be great you guys it's gonna be great so that highest level I mean there are also coaching levels that are still available um but the highest level of like the community the loveliest level it will get its own private Marco Polo group but here's the thing they get to be in that group we'll invite them to that group but only Katie and I are going to talk and we are going to talk as though no one else is watching. So when we challenge each other to these things, we are going to have those back and forth conversations of this is how this is really going, showing each other, asking each other questions. We, you guys basically get to be literally like the fly on the wall to our behind the scenes conversations. Yeah. And I mean, it is, it is going to be like its own reality show, you guys. <laughs> so it's going to be great. I just have to keep telling Katie, just talk to me. Just talk to me. We're literally going to pretend like nobody else is there. We're just going to yeah. talk to each other and everybody else gets to watch. <laughs> yeah. It, it feels very intimate. It feels very like, ah. um, but like, I'm completely willing, especially if there's some buy-in that that's helpful or encouraging. Yeah. yeah. Like when you see, when you see the behind the scenes, you don't just see what's presented. I think yeah. we're more real. You're already yeah. more real, but I don't think, <laughs> you know, I mean, so well, it, it's just, it's unedited. Yeah. It's, it's just, <sighs> sorry. Shouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, cause I'm going to be putting out YouTube videos and we put out the podcast and, you know, but there's a certain amount of tweaking that can happen. Obviously in lives that I do more things can happen, but even on Instagram, if I'm in the middle of saying something and one of my children starts screaming bloody murder in the background, I can start over and do that again. Like with Marco Polo, it's going to be more like, I just, I feel like it's going to kind of give that, that level being able to see things played out in real life 
a little yeah. bit more. Yeah, it's the raw edges and um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And how like I feel like like funny and honest we can be with each other and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, because it's yeah. definitely a venue I've become very comfortable in. I mean, yes. from when it, we started, how many years have we been Marco Poloing? Like oh, three and a half three and a half in the beginning it was so awkward I mean my gosh I don't think I had it on my face I think it was on my feet (laughs) for a while like just to but I've gotten very very comfortable there so I hope that that and it's truly been a catalyst for our friendship our friendship would not be what it is at this point and because we are able to see each other every day definitely many times a day yeah Yeah. (laughs) many 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 times a day sometimes (laughs) (laughs) It was so funny when I went to um, the coast because I wasn't on there as much, but to get messages from you, like, I can't wait to have my morning messages where you guys, I look like a dog. I mean, it's just like, it's a really rough, rough deal in the morning. Me too. We get ready together. Yeah, we do. And that's, that's so fun to like know a side of Katie that I wouldn't otherwise know. And really nobody does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've seen her in her shower cap. Like you there's it's oh. a whole thing. But I I love that. It brings I think a different level of intimacy. But the thing that really cracked me up of like, I can't wait until you're back is like it's virtual. Like <laughs> could have been talking the whole time it was just on vacation so yeah that's funny I gotta get back to Spokane so we can online it doesn't feel the same if you're not in your bathrobe in your bathroom though I mean that's what I the comfort yeah Yeah. and And other people know that like you've done lives and stuff that way but I certainly never have that is so it's a different level of um like intimacy but also I think it's it's where like depth can happen because it's 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 just raw it's real yeah so I hope that that's what comes out of it it's not just you know embarrassing myself (laughs) you know I just hope there's like that deeper purpose to it that's what I'm telling myself that's how I'm getting myself to show up there well and it's one of those things I feel like people ask me a lot with like would you show more of how you're actually doing this or and sometimes that feels like oh how do I do that on a live or whatever but I'm used to doing that with Marco Polo and so it makes that aspect of things a little bit easier a little bit more available um so yeah I'm just I'm excited to bring the community along in that way and then of course they can be like those members can be talking about it in their cultivating groups and in the Facebook group and like we have so many opportunities for community within the Patreon space that it's it's unlike any other community I've been involved in I think especially because of the cultivating groups that we've had people really get to know each other and they support each other and they pray for each other and they have conversations with each other and it's so much fun and powerful and they talk about both the serious and the you know the surface and the fun things and I have been able to turn to the Patreon group a lot through this transition and say like well what do you guys come here for and what are you interested in and what what do you want from me that's valuable and they have been huge players in having a voice 
into that and saying like, this is where we see you shine. These are the things we want from you. Like for me, something that has really kind of, uh, I've held back on because I really have always wanted to be real and authentic and transparent in the space. And so I haven't shared as much like product information of the things that I use because I don't want people to feel like I'm selling to them. Yeah. But the Patreon community stepped up and said, like, would you finally just tell us the stuff that you're using? And would you give us an affiliate link? Because we actually want to buy it through you. And we want to know what the heck it is you are using for all these different things. Like, what shampoo are you using? What, you know, collagen powder are you using? Like, they actually, they were like, we want to know. Please tell us. Mm. Give us lists. Give us links. And that was kind of what I needed to feel like, okay, like, I will, I, okay, I will share those things. And I'll make them more easily accessible. And not to try to convince people to buy them, but more sharing from this place of like, this is what's working for me and what I like. And hey, if you want to try it, awesome. You don't have to. And that's, that's you bravely stepping forward into like, you know, that uncomfortable realm a little bit. Cause you, you can't control how that appears, you know, like that's, that's my whole issue with putting yourself out there is you can't control what people people interpret or what they see. Yeah. You can't, you're just becoming vulnerable and, um, that is, that's just really hard for me. But I also think like that's focusing on the fear of man, it's focusing on the wrong thing. And so it does become sort of an act of faith to listen to good counsel, to have people you trust around you tell you that and to walk forward in it. That's, that's brave, but it's time. It's right. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it can feel so scary, but I definitely think that there's so much help when in community, especially as women, we give each other permission to do those things. Like, I think it takes a weight off of all of our shoulders when we feel supported. Yes. Sought after for our opinions. And I think that is just something we can in generally, like in, in generally, in general. I'm not sure that's a word. <laughs> okay. So in general, learn from <laughs> each other to like give each other permission to do that and encourage one another. I think it's, it's yeah. And you know, for me, like those are some of the exact places I've been burned before. And isn't that like God to like bring another, a new opportunity with healing and you don't get to like hold the scar and be like, Nope, can't, you have to see the scar and be like, Oh, I healed. I'm stronger here because God, God did something. I can move forward in this. And really, if you think about like the timing of our world, like the pandemic going on, everything that's happening right now. And the fact that this is this for us is we're moving forward in something kind of big and bold for both of us right now. Like the timing doesn't make sense if it wasn't something that God was leading. Yeah. Um, And that, that gives me some confidence too. Like he's obviously, he's obviously behind this. And um, I've had a lot of messages from people who are homeschooling for the first time or feeling like what should they homeschool for the first time? Mm -hmm. Not a lot, a lot, but several enough that I've taken some note and been like, okay, like this thing that I've been doing for all of these years, is it preparation for now? Is everything Mm -hmm. leading to right now where, you know, even because I'm not solely homeschooling, I hope that that gives a broader, um, 
voice, like mm-hmm. not just niche. It, yeah. like this is the only yeah. right way. But my heart focus is that no matter who is in your home or why they're there, that our job is to engage their hearts for God is to reach yes reach them and if they're if they're online virtually for six hours what are the things that we can do to equip them to inspire them to let them know they're loved as an act of hospitality from our in this in this home that we've Mm -hmm. built like going back to the, the only things we can control and making ourselves and our focus is small if it's if it's private school, if it's homeschool, if it's public school, and that happens to be virtual or hybrid schedule, like there are unifying things here for every mom, whether you're staying at home or you're working from home or you're working outside the home, all of our goals are to love our children. Well, I don't think there's any mom who wouldn't say that. And so how can we encourage each other to do that right now when it's the most chaotic it's ever been and Mm -hmm. people are, really worried about what, how this is going to change our lives and, um, you kind of the mess we've been thrown, but how do we create something beautiful within that and, Mm -hmm. and have it have impact for the kingdom of God. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think that you really bring like that piece of it and that, that relational piece. And then I kind of bring those pieces of, okay, those are the, like the ways to do it. Now here's the plan for how to do it. And here's some ways to make sure you're taking care of yourself in the process and getting through it. And so I feel like us together just bring and paint a much bigger, more helpful picture. And Mm -hmm. I think that's really exciting to be able to like, there are certain things we definitely like that we share and we like similar experiences and ways of getting through things. But then we also have these other perspectives that I'm just really excited for what we have to bring to people. Yeah. We're better together. Yeah. I think, and it, it'll, I hope that that, that shows and comes through and that ultimately that people want to join in, in that kind of community of encouragement and inspiration and come along with us. Like yeah. it's not, I don't want it to be um, like on a, on some, I want to say pedestal, like people are watching us or observing us. I really want people to come with us. And I think your tagline says it beautifully. Like you'll go first, but the idea is people come, come with us. Yeah. Yeah. Try these things, challenge yourself with these things, encourage each other. I need that encouragement and inspiration and get a lot of that from other people sharing. And so I, I just have to add that. Like, I just really want people to come along. It won't work if people don't come along with us. Yes. Yeah. That's the whole point. Like, that's what we, we want to see. We want to be delivering content to people so that they can have these same sorts of transformation and stress relief and everything in their own lives. That's, that's the whole point. Yeah. Yeah. So this has been an incredibly long conversation. Has <laughs> it? Like, it went quick. <laughs> I know we had so much that we wanted to cover, and I want to throw in here at the end because one of the new things that I'm bringing to the podcast is a little segment at the end where I'm going to like recommend something and and maybe say, well, this other thing you can avoid. Like, don't worry about um, trying a product or a show or a whatever. And so I'm going to go ahead and do that with you and you don't even know it. (laughs) All right. 
So, but I think the thing that I want to recommend for this episode is something that you'll recommend too. And we actually haven't gone into it, but I finished the air affair. Okay. Okay. So this was the sequel to the Royal We, which I read a few years back. It's taken them a while to write the sequel. They never intended to write a sequel, but there was enough of an outcry from the audience saying, please like continue this story that they did. And they took quite a long time in developing the second book, which is kind of interesting because I, did you read at the end where they were talking about the development of the book? Yes. And how they turned in their draft in like 2018 before like the full everything has happened with Meghan Markle and Harry and like all of that stuff. And so many things about both books really foreshadowed like what was to come. Yeah, wasn't that weird? So crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Everything from bringing in an American, you know, in the first book to like all these different things were super interesting. Yeah. But I, I didn't love The Air Affair as much as the first book. Oh, really? But because it was just a very different animal. It's like the first book is really like a love story. I think more of, but I wouldn't have wanted to miss the air affair. And so that is why I am still recommending it today. And just so you guys know, like I've been avoiding names of things because we're still hashing them out. So this segment will have a name, but I don't know what it is yet. (laughs) So some of this stuff that we're releasing, it's like, here, guess what? Everything's changing. Everything's new, but we're still working out some of the details. So like even what the Patreon group is going to be called. I'm not sure yet. Look for it in the show notes. It should be there by then. Um, But so this segment will have a name. But so my recommendation is definitely read The Air Affair because I don't know about you, but the the relationship that I most enjoyed reading about in the second book was between Bex and Eleanor instead Uh, of Bex and Nick. It was between, you know the so nick is kind of like prince william basically and bex is like kate and it's her relationship with the queen and i found that to be the most compelling and interesting relationship that developed through the course of the second book yeah 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 i i liked that i freddie who was such a tortured character and yeah um, I don't feel like it ended with a lot of resolve. Yeah. For that was yeah. kind of heartbreaking. Yep. I mean, I want a third one to focus on that yeah. because I want a solution for him. Um, but I liked the second one, I think better than the first. And I read them really? sequentially yes. <clears throat> right away. You know, I finished the first and started the second. Yeah. Um, After we had the whole debacle with what <laughs> book you were actually supposed yeah. to read. <laughs> So I felt pretty immersed in their story. So it's hard to remember, like, where did the first one end and the second one pick up? But the first one, um, the second one was just all the relationships in her life became so muddled. And um, there was a lot of growing up and pain. There was a lot of pain in their marriage because of the things that had happened. Yes. And, and the things that they, you know, the infertility and like, yeah, there was a lot there. And so I liked 
I I don't feel like I'm in a place where pain puts me off, yeah. which maybe before I would have, like, I kind of, it, it was good. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I just, I wish with Freddie's character, there had been a little bit more is all, but um, it, yeah. was, it was good. They're, they're both, um, they're good. And it, it made me think a lot about the Royals and like just the yeah. pressures of living in the public eye and yeah. Um, you know, being misunderstood and, and misquoted mm-hmm. and you don't have security to be yourself at all. You're constantly maintaining an image and just the pressures of that and feeling so grateful that that's not something yeah. that I yeah. struggle with. Well, I- and, well, even their idea of whether or not to walk away from yeah. the, being a royal, you know, we are seeing that play out. And so I just thought there were so many interesting things like that. And even, you know, there's some things that happened to Eleanor. And I found myself going like, I need to Google the queen. Like, is she alive yeah. still? Like, has anything happened? Yeah. Because <laughs> one of these days, I mean, yes, inevitably, it's... it's going to happen. Yeah. And so <laughs> that was just really like, I, it made me, yeah, it was much more in the forefront of my mind. But so the, from my perspective, it may sound like a hesitant um, recommendation, but it really isn't. I just, I so loved the first book. I did have to jog my memory a little bit as I was stepping into it because it's been a few years since I read it. But I just feel like they're so well-researched. It really seems like you are getting some sort of behind-the-scenes glimpse of what really goes on. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know how much of that is based on their research, but it really feels like it. It (laughs) does. I I love when I read a book that is fictional, but it makes me feel like I'm learning something or getting that like inside track to what is going on. And I feel like these books really, really do that. Yeah. So that is my recommendation for the week. My problem is that I haven't come up with something that I don't want to recommend. No, well, that's so, good. I really gotta, like, yeah, got to <laughs> hash out this idea a little bit better. I have a couple ideas, but I want to hold on to them, I think, until I get things moving. So, I mean, that's going to be the way a little bit of this transition is, is like playing with things and getting them to work and getting the right pieces in place. It's not because I am a mom with you know, four kids and I'm single and all of that, like, I can't just make it all happen. Like, wham, it's all together and perfect and beautiful, but that's reality. So yeah, we'll be, we'll be rolling more things out here as this continues to develop. But I feel like we've given people a pretty good idea today of what in the world is going on. Yeah. I just have one question. Are you keeping be bold and gracious or are you dropping people than gracious I still feel pretty tied to go be bold and gracious okay good I was hoping that that's what you were gonna say and if that was yeah I personally I feel like listening to you coming alongside you witnessing all of this has made me more bold obviously that's what we're talking about and gracious and I bet a lot of people feel that way so I just I hope that that stays. I think that's part of the old you that can transition to the new you. Yes. And I think it was kind of like what the old me really wanted to be, but couldn't be in the ways that were authentic to me. And that feels like something I can still carry over because that was true to who I was even 
even then and especially now. So yes, go be bold and gracious is still there. And that still may have iterations in some places um, other than just like my sign off. Um, But, but yeah, I always, I mean, I say it at the end of the lives and the podcast and like everything. So it just feels, it does feel right to keep that going. It does. I agree. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that I have your support. Yeah, you do. (laughs) It's there. Yes. Okay, well, I I hope people enjoyed this episode and it's just going to get more fun from here. So come yeah. join us in Patreon. Come with us. Yeah. yeah. And and join us on our platforms, you know, everywhere that we are on Instagram and our websites and everything. We want we don't want to be doing this in isolation. We want to be doing it with all of you. We want to hear from all of you. We want you to be involved in the conversations and having conversations on our newsletters and on the things that we put out there. That's where the fun is. It's not just in us putting all the stuff out there. It's in the interacting with all of you guys. So Definitely. don't be shy. Yes. All right. Well, <laughs> we, I'll have you on again next week, Katie. We're going to talk <laughs> all about the things with the schooling and perspectives and and she's going to challenge me in patreon so don't miss it look forward to that yes (laughs) and and you can come enjoy our our reality marco polo show (laughs) 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 all right i will talk to you later okay Bye. bye okay you guys i sincerely hope you are as excited about this new corner, this new thing as I am. It's going to be a ton of work, but I'm really excited for it. And I can't wait to finally be delivering you guys the kinds of content that I feel like is authentic and I am ready to deliver. I think it's going to be so much fun. So as we mentioned in the show, you can find Katie and I at our respective websites, MackenzieCoppa.com and KatieDuckett.com. You can also find me on Instagram at MackenzieCoppa and Katie at Katie M. Duckett. You can, of course, subscribe to both of our newsletters by going to MackenzieCoppa.substack.com and KatieDuckett.substack.com. And if you aren't sure about those spellings, let me just clear them up for you. So it's M A C K E N Z I E K O P P A substack.com or if you're going on Instagram or you're going to my website that's how you spell it and for Katie it's k-a-t-i-e d-u-c-k-e-t-t and of course if you just go to our websites we've got links to everything else that we've talked about so the YouTube stuff sponsors and affiliates our newsletters all of those things you can find right on our websites to make it really simple we've really tried to make things sleek and clean and available to all of you and you're going to want to go over there because we've got new blog posts and all kinds of fun things that we are wanting to deliver to all of you and get you involved in this community because that is the most fun thing about doing all of this is getting to know you guys and deliver the kind of content that is helpful and interesting to all of you and so I really hope to deliver that through my podcast and YouTube and site and all of that and I know Katie does the same so head on over to all of those places we would love to connect with you we would love for you to find us in Patreon which you can find if you go to either of our websites we have links there for you to be able to access our Patreon and get involved today we want to welcome you into the community and give you even more fun content okay until next week ladies Go be bold and gracious.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.